0: From Audible, I'm Sam Scholl. From the Washington Post politics section, Karen Tumulty writes, The task in the next debate's town hall setting? Connecting with voters. Four years ago, President Obama was in somewhat the same position that Donald Trump is in now. Obama's first debate against GOP presidential nominee Mitt Romney had gone badly, and advice was flooding in from all directions. But one suggestion really hit home. Obama's former chief speechwriter, John Favreau, recalled, you don't win the second debate, former President Bill Clinton told Obama, by relitigating the first one. Trump might also do well to heed that counsel, especially because the next debate, on Sunday night in St. Louis, will be conducted in a town hall-style format. Half the questions will come from an audience of undecided voters, selected to be there by the Gallup organization. After he was bested by Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton in the first debate, Trump said, I may hit her harder, in the second one. Trump is easily baited, and he refuses to let these things go, Favreau said. But settling scores may be exactly the wrong approach in a town hall debate, where the candidates will be responding to the specific concerns of individual Americans, and where voters will be studying the candidates for their ability to relate to those concerns. At the first town hall-style presidential debate in 1992, one man in the audience implored the candidates, can we focus on the issues and not the personalities and the mud? That event... Is also remembered for the most infamous example of what not to do when voters are posing the questions. The camera caught then President George H.W. Bush checking his watch as a woman asked him how the national debt had affected him personally. The history of presidential debates done in this style suggests that stagecraft, body language, and empathy matter more than they do in conventional settings, where the candidates tend to stand at lecterns and spar. We should expect a different kind of question and we should expect that we are going to see a different facet of the candidate, said Kathleen Hall Jamison, a political communication expert at the University of Pennsylvania's Annenberg Public Policy Center. The average person watching the debate should be able to see him or herself in the questioning process. While combativeness may backfire on Trump, there are challenges for Hillary Clinton as well. Jamison noted, for instance, that the Democratic nominee goes into lawyer mode, When she has been confronted by hostile or skeptical questions in previous encounters with audiences That's when you get the careful statements, the careful parsing of words Lanhee Chen, who was an advisor to GOP nominee Mitt Romney in 2012, said Being able to demonstrate an understanding of the person's question in a non-sterile way is important When you're responding to a moderator, you can do it in a clinical way Connecting is really important in a town hall format nor does a candidate want to hand an opponent an opportunity to do so. Obama in 2012 had long been looking for chances to remind the audience of Romney's wealth, and the GOP nominee gave him one when he demanded, Mr. President, have you looked at your pension? You know, I don't look at my pension, Obama replied. It's not as big as yours, so it doesn't take as long. Town halls test two things at once, the depth of your substantive knowledge and also your capacity for empathy. They test your head and your heart said Paul Begala, who advised Bill Clinton's first presidential campaign. Clinton's 1992 campaign was the first to propose putting the candidates in a town hall setting for one of the debates. His team was surprised when Bush agreed to it. The Arkansas governor was comfortable with the format, having employed it often during his presidential bid. It is what we did with Clinton in the primaries, when it was all collapsing around us in New Hampshire, Begala recalled. I do think they helped save him. In fact, we spent our own campaign money to broadcast them. It turned out that Americans at home loved watching that first town hall face-off, according to focus groups that the Commission on Presidential Debates had set up in cities around the country. The public identifies with citizens who are there asking questions, said Janet H. Brown, the Commission's executive director. For all her husband's success at using his rapport with ordinary voters to his advantage, Hillary Clinton's campaign has been careful about managing expectations for Sunday's debate. She does great in these formats, and we expect she will do well here too. But it's not a bad format for Trump, said Clinton Communications Director Jennifer Palmieri. As it happens, an informal advisor to Trump, Roger Ailes, the controversial former head of Fox News, helped bring the town hall setting to modern presidential politics. Back in 1968, Ailes was a young political operative looking for a way to humanize the stiff and awkward Richard Nixon and to present him as a steadfast and confident figure. So Ailes orchestrated a series of man-in-the-arena events in which Nixon would answer scripted questions from audience members. Some of the themes from those town halls nearly half a century ago were strikingly resonant.